friends. Happy December. I'm getting this out um, hopefully before January 1st. Um, if not, oh well. A um, little bit of background real quick on life and why I haven't gotten any podcasts up. Um, my son has still been at the hospital. I know the last podcast I did in November, we were um, waiting for him to do his, I believe it's cath lab procedure. Um, since then, he has had open heart surgery um, on November the 22nd. He contracted bacterial meningitis on November the 29th. And then um, this past Wednesday, so December the 27th, he ended up having a shot put in to help drain um, the extra fluid on his brain from hydrocephalus. So I have spent six weeks um, at the Children's Hospital here in Atlanta. So um, coming home to just hang out with my big kids and things like that. And I wanted to record a podcast. I've had stuff sitting around and in the back of my head wanting to do, but just finding the time and quiet. And, um, you know, sometimes just being able to sit and talk to the camera just doesn't feel like a, a great idea. So personal note, all done. Um, we're going to talk about kind of a review of crab. Um, what is children raised around the blind? What have we been doing? I'm kind of going to go back from the beginning to present day and kind of some of my goals for going into 2024. Welcome to the Crab Podcast. Here at Children Raised Around the Blind, we have two goals. Our first goal is to help those living with the blind to understand them better and to help children through the difficulties that come from living with a blind parent. Secondly, we want to spread awareness of the blind community. Here on the podcast, we will share the things that blind people can do and ways the sighted world can include them in everyday life. Join us twice a month to learn about the visually impaired community. Okay, so hi everybody, and welcome to the podcast for December 2023, and we're just going to start at the beginning, <clears throat> and we're going to review over what we've been able to do, what I've been able to do. So it's a one-man show. Um, I do a lot of wees because it's a company, business, a group. Um, sometimes I don't like being making it obvious that it's a one-man show and um all that to say I love doing this it's been a dream come true to be able to have and start creating a community for um children raised around the blind to have access for people like me who have a blind parent or even someone who may have a blind relative um because there's not as much support out there I'm not gonna say there's none um but it's not as easy to come by. And so I want to be that person. I want to be the spokesperson for, you know, not necessarily for the blind, but for what it's like growing up around it and making it more commonplace where people don't um, look so shocked when you say you have a blind parent. Um, 
because that gets really annoying after so long. So um, crab, Children Raised Around the Blind, became something I wanted to do back in probably 2010, 2011, as I had met a handful of people who had um, blind parents when we went to um, our state convention, but especially when we went to the national convention with American Council of the Blind. And um, I was able to meet other families that had blind parents and see other kids like me who love our parents dearly, but sometimes struggled with um, what it was like, you know, maybe helping them with, you know, the money because it was easier to ask us what their money was or, you know, just to describe things in the exhibit hall because they wanted to go shopping and um, helping, not that they can't cut up their own food, but we would help them, you know, cutting up their food and things like that. And um, it stirred in me this need that, you know, it would be really nice to have people that I could talk about or talk to about sometimes the frustrations, um, sometimes the irritation of the outside world and how they think that because our parent is blind that they're deaf. So they scream at them instead of talking in a normal tone. Or the parent will say, you know, talk to me, I'm the one checking out and they still try to hand the change back to you. Just a lot of the frustrations and irritations that happen. And so it kind of was at the back of my head. I wanted to do something. And in college, um, I learned that for the deaf, they have a thing called CODA, which is Children of Deaf Adults, and they have their own support groups across the country. They are able to um, get together and have like peer support. And it's not that I'm going to discount having a deaf parent because I'm sure there are struggles with that. But there's one big difference, and that is your parent can see. And because your parent can see, they can drive and they can do normal parent things. When your parent is blind, um, yeah, they go with you. Yes, they are able to be involved, but there's just a stigma of fear and people don't know what a blind person can do. And because they can't make eye contact, because they can't drive, there's a different um, reliance that you have to have either on other people to get you places or once you get your license, your parents are needing you to get them places. And um, it's just different. And I really wanted to have something. But how do you do that? How do you do that when in my local area, as far as I knew, I was the only kid who had blind parents. I mean, a blind parent. And um, even in our state, organization most of the blind people I knew they had kids but they were already grown so they were a lot older than me um, there are a handful of ones whose kids may have been close to my age um, but they walked away as soon as they turned 18 they were like I'm done I'm done doing things for you I don't want anything to do with you I don't want anything to do with the blind community and they walked away and so I wanted to create a community that did two things. One, provided those resources for those of us who have a blind parent to be able to say, you know, this stinks. Or, you know, I do this for my parent. Do you do that? And um, 
you know, what thing, just having somebody who gets it. At the same time, being able, the second part of what crab does is just telling the world that blind people are not stupid, that blind people don't sit at home and do nothing. They don't sit in a dark room in a rocking chair and just listen to books that they have jobs. They run businesses, they cook, they clean, they raise children, they do all the things. And a lot of times you probably are interacting with somebody who has a vision loss and you don't even know it because they're really good at covering it up. And I want to share what blind people are capable of doing. And with that education piece, also be able to train people on how to get over their fear of interacting with a blind person. How to give directions because, you know, you may be working in retail or a doctor's office or a hotel and have somebody ask you for directions who's visually impaired. They may not have a white cane, may not have a guide dog. You may not be able to tell right off that they have a disability that is related to vision. And you say, oh, over there through the doors, um, down that hallway on the left, they're going to get lost versus if you come in and you use proper terms. Like, so from here, you're going to go to the left and you're going to go down through the door that's open. And then it's going to be the third door on your left. And this is what it's going to say, or the nameplate is on, you know, the left side details. It's something small, but everyone can do it. And if people are doing that regularly as their normal speech with everyone they interact with, then that person who's blind or visually impaired is going to just jaw drop for starters, but also be able to find their way without making it, hey, I can't see I'm blind. Can you help me do this? Um, for those who may not be comfortable about their vision loss or maybe just struggling with it that day, it doesn't have to be a big scene because you're already doing those steps. So, and, excuse me, 2000 and it was eight years ago in 24. So that would be 2016. Um, I started a Facebook page for crab called crab children raised around the blind had no idea what I was doing just kind of put it out there um no sorry it was six years ago so it was 18 because my daughter yeah my daughter was little and um just started by posting videos sat down and a um, couple times a month would like post the topic um I know my first one was like how do you talk to a blind person and then I did a video, a Facebook Live with myself and I had my mom come in and we kind of did a Q&A style. We covered um, <clears throat> a video, one of my very first videos that's up on our, the YouTube channel. I think it's on the YouTube channel. It may not be. I know it's on Facebook was um, how do you serve a plate to somebody who's blind or visually impaired? Um, you know, how do you if you're dishing it for them, then how do you let them know where everything is on that plate? And we talked about using a clock face and, you know, each, you go around the clock, um, you know, from 12, one, two, three, four, and you tell them what's at each of those locations. And so little by little, just kind of did videos when I felt like it posted when I could. And then in 2019, I started my Instagram page, which felt, um, 
in a way like a better place to build community because of the hashtags and the algorithms were a little bit different from Facebook, but I still would post both places 99% of the time and um, just shared everyday life. You know, my goal for 2020 that didn't happen um, was to write a book. I'm still working on that. I have a long ways to go. Um, but by the end of 2019, I did have a website going into 19, heading into 20. And so I now had a blog where whatever discussions I would choose to have, which were like every other month, um, I would copy and paste that information and put it in onto the blog so that there was a place people could find me. There's an about me page. I had resources. Um, we talked about guide dogs at one point. And so I have a list of um, all the guide dog groups in the United States also included um, the UK and Canada. And I think one in Australia, just so people had access to this information all in one consolidated place. So 2020, my goal was a book. Didn't happen. Maybe at some point I will um, slow down and do that. But I had a child in 20. We all know COVID happened. Well, during all of that, between 20, going into 21, I dropped my first course. So on um, my website, children raised around the blind dot net net um if you google us we're the only children raised around anything out there um but on the blog i dropped my first online course now some of them are free i have one that um january 1st is going to go to paid but um the first one is interacting with a blind or visually impaired person it's they're all less than an hour it's about 45 minutes and it just breaks down, first of all, terms. So what terms does a blind person use? How do they use that? Um, just you can be more familiar if you see them and they're talking about a screen reader or voiceover, you know, braille computer, you're not like, wait, what is that? Can you explain that to me? You've, you come in with a little bit more knowledge into that conversation already, talking about, you know, basic questions to ask them. Um, just some very easy, simple things that you can do in your everyday life. Um, by the end of 20, going into 21, I also dropped, um, how to give directions or guide a blind person, which is a very fun course. Um, we go from sighted guiding or, <coughs> excuse me, sighted guiding, there's now another term for it, um, to, also giving verbal directions and giving written directions and how those vary if there's a guide dog involved because um, the difference between a cane and a guide dog would be they're not going to notice as much doorways and things like that because the dog is, you know, guiding them. And then in here in 23, I finally dropped my third course, which is on social media and um, PowerPoint presentation. So a lot of times we want to be all fancy schmancy and have all these cute and beautiful graphic, or if we're going to give a presentation, we want a PowerPoint and we don't have to read all the slides, right? If you're going to do that with someone who may be blind or visually impaired, you, there's some things you need to do. Either one, email that content out to that person in advance. Um, so they have a copy because if you're not going to read everything on the screen, then they're at a disadvantage because they can't see what's on the screen. Um, there's also the, um, need in that to do, um, 
you can put them into a Word document and offer them that way. You can offer to email them. Um, just just a handful of ideas. Um, we also talk about social media posting and um, how to make sure that you're tagging your pictures using alt text or are you using the captions and how to describe a picture and how that makes a big difference um, from a screen reader standpoint of doing things. Um, so that one on January 1st will go to be paid. I think it's $10. It's not like it's that much, but again, we have three online courses. Um, in 2023, we have launched this podcast. Um, my goal to do two episodes a month. Uh, I'm probably going to taper that back to one a month in 24. Um, just because life is going to be a little bit extra crazy. But the podcast is another way to reach out. It's another way to have topics and to talk um, to you guys and just hoping to, again, spread more awareness. What What is going on? What things are happening in that community? So January is um, Braille Awareness Month. And then Louis Braille's birthday, he's the one that created the Braille system of um, reading that we use. Um, his World Braille Day or Louis Braille Day, I think is the 4th of January. And so every January I do something about reading, whether that's me trying to attempt to read Braille. We do educational, the alphabet, all of those types of things are part of what CRAB does. So that's our overview of what we've been doing, what I've been doing. And then um, moving forward in 24, I'm hoping to utilize the blog more. It's mostly been hosting um, podcasts. There's another course I want to do on um, websites and building accessible websites. I'm not, not in any way an expert in the field, but I can do the basics for the types of websites that I have been building lately. Um, I'm also going to have the goal of one podcast a month, like I said, tapering back for the time being, just um, bringing home a medically complex child. All of those things um, make life a little more complicated. Um, and that's probably about it for 2024 goals. One new course, podcast a month. Um, one thing I am wanting to do is to promote a little bit more of our stores. So if you go to the blog and type in the search box crab store, we're selling um, 24 ounce color changing tumblers. And um, it's got a lid and a straw for the cups. And then I also have a book that my mom wrote. It's her autobiography called Paths of Light. Covering the first 25 years of her life, she was given up at birth and um, was born blind and follows her through residential school, growing up on a, a in a permanent foster care home um, where they farmed hundreds and hundreds of acres and then following her into college and then her short-term trip for 19 months in um, Togo, West Africa, where she was able to use Braille and um, actually worked on translating the Bible into their own dialect um, in Braille. So some of those really cool things that she was able to do. Um, so you can feel free to check that out on the blog. If there's any sort of issues um, getting through, you can always reach out to me on my social media accounts. That's C-R-A-B, Children Raised Around the Blind, and Instagram, Children Raised Around the Blind, or um, I'm going to be getting an email address up soon, and I'll let everybody know when that is good to go for any questions or feedback. So I hope you guys have enjoyed our podcasts. Feel free to go back. 
please like, subscribe, share any way to get more information out about what I'm doing. Um, I'm looking forward to 2024. I would like to, my goal is to get to uh, a thousand followers on Instagram and probably break 500 on Facebook. Um, between the two right now, I'm at 750. I've got about 560 on Instagram, which is about, I think, 150, maybe just shy that um, on Facebook. So hoping to launch all of that a little bit bigger. I hope you guys have a great New Year's and see you soon.